I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Well, hey, you. And welcome to the exciting. Who decided that Red Indians do that? Do they actually do that? Did they do that? What? The, you know, like in all the westerns. Yeah, I think they probably did. What was it for? I mean, they didn't just a, mo- a movie. But why? Scriptwriter didn't just make it up. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, <laughs> I reckon so. <laughs> anyway, welcome to the Excitable Boy Podcast for Wednesday, the seventh of October. Halloween is uh, three weeks away. Oh, really? Sure, really. Are you, gonna, you doing any? You dressing up? Fuck no. It's a big deal in America. Yeah, yeah. The old Halloween. Yeah. Why? Why? Because Americans uh, th- like to pretend that they're scared mm-hmm. a lot. Mm-hmm. Because life in that country is genuinely scary a right. lot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, everyone's getting shot. <laughs> Can't go anywhere if you're black. Are you going to dress up? Yeah, I'm, oh, yeah, I am, yeah. I'm, well, dr- I'm going to dress up as the last Kings of Leon album. Really? It's fucking scary as shit. It's a bit abstract. <laughs> that's that's very abstract. Kind of costume you got there. I'm sure you'd be very popular at the party. Yeah, I'm dressing up as, as uh, Kanye West's PR. He did what? Oh, for fuck's sake. Just going to walk around saying that all night. Really? Mm. That's a good idea. Um, welcome to the show, everyone. How are you? Yeah. Tim, was. Uh, he came over and we were discussing 90s music before mm. we started the show yeah and you were reeling off all the bands that you loved yeah, yeah. that i don't really know yeah so it was blind melon nothing blind melon shannon Hoon was the lead singer he died very tragically he's oh. 27 uh i think accidental drugs overdose he was on he was on tour most drug overdoses are accidental there was skunk and nancy offspring yeah counting crows was the offspring in 90s they're the punk band though so yeah it's they? not that under the radar counting crows <laughs> so I, <didn't> <laughs> I said two quite heavy ones and one wet one Counting Crows were, uh, they had a moment in where they were huge, didn't they? Yeah. It must be hard to be a band from that era. Why? Because... They get residual checks all the time. I don't know if you do. You see, really? here's the thing. is To have been that big, just going out every day with your dreads, step off the front porch like a ghost into a fog. Yeah, yeah. It's really no whining. notices... It's Contrast of white on white. Needless to say, I was a wet teenager. In between the... Me- I just love the image of you, yeah. a kid, in your hoodie. Mm-hmm. You know, just listen to it on, in, in your Walkman in the back of the car, looking out the window in the rain. Yeah, going white. Why- thinking about Sarah. Thinking from, about from one girl. Maths. Yeah. The fact just, that you passed her a note and she read it and laughed. Yeah, yeah. You know? Just fixating on one girl who just hates me. Just violently wanking to colourblind <laughs> in your bedroom. <laughs> I am colourblind. <laughs> to the kissing scene in Cruel Intentions. <laughs> Coffee black. <laughs> no, I no. am ready. In my defence. Did you lose your virginity to that song? No, What song no. did you lose your virginity to? Oh, do you know, I lost my virginity to um, Tony Braxton. 
Unbreak my heart. Wow, it wasn't really... that. It that... was the album. Oh shit, that would have been amazing. It was um the most tragic song of all time. No, no. Yeah, no, it, it was a more upbeat one. It was like I, I don't know the, the the name of it. It was like you'll always be my baby. Oh, that that's the one you lost your yeah, yeah. I've come. How did you make it through the whole song? I mean, yeah, like I was, I was, I was too terrified. To, no to, way. To, you know, I was raised with the idea that and who was the you've got guy? to last. You've got <laughs> you've got to last a long time. Um, so I kind of lasted a long, long time. Yeah. And then it got progressively shorter as I've gotten older. I remember doing. I remember <laughs> doing it once to uh, Grace by Jeff Buckley, right? And it got to like track seven on the album, and I yeah. remember seeing it. It was because I, I was in the, I was in my car. Right. Doing, oh, doing, you're losing your virginity. In your no, car. no, no. This was just at a sexual encounter. What kind of car? There was a Volkswagen Golf E-Reg 1984. Sweet. Um, that I was... It's my first car. Nice. That was older than me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, and we were doing sex. Doing the sex, yeah. And I looked over at the CD player and saw it was on track seven. Right. And every track on that album's like eight, six minutes long. So I mm. remember looking at it going and then just doing the math in my head, being like, oh, I'm doing all right here. I'm doing all right. <laughs> <laughs> it was a good little status check as you went along. Uh, who else... Uh, Counting Crows, Cooler Shaker. Cooler Shaker. Uh, yeah, that Govinda. Yeah, the Cooler Shaker would have, they were like Jaya. massive and, and then they were Jaya. gone. Jaya. Yeah, they were, they were flashing the pan. Yeah. They were one hit wonders, really. There was Indian. a moment. The Indian yeah, the 90s. One, well, there was a moment in the 90s where everything Indian was really cool. East Austin East. Powers had like. Remember East is East or, or Bend It Like Beckham? Everyone was just twatting themselves over these very. Now looking back, pretty mediocre offerings, but there was like a real kind of. You know, concerted fascination. Who else was massive in the nineties. Silverchair. Silverchair. No, I love. No Silver doubt. Chair. Did you like No Doubt? I did, but I like Bush. Nirvana. Uh, Gavin Rosdell, the partner of Gwen Stefani, his band Bush. I liked. Mm-hmm. I saw them Swallowed. twice. Swallowed. Yeah, I saw them at the Shepherd's Bush Empire and at the Brixton Academy. Boom. Wow, you're yeah. a big Bush fan. I was. I was. A, I was kind of an indie kid. So when you were a kid, at what point did you realize how much you liked Bush? Um. I, I think on some level I've always liked Bush. Mm. Um, I remember. Did you have any posters on your bedroom wall where you would just look at Bush? Yeah, mm. yeah, I would. I would look at Bush quite a lot. Mm. Were you um, close to the front of the stage when you were at the gigs? Could, yeah, yeah. Was he close enough to smell Bush? Yeah, I, I, I could smell them. Really? Yeah, I, yeah. The, the Bush and they smelled good. No way. Bush smelled good. Were you close enough to touch Bush? I tried to touch Bush, must but have the been quite mid gig. It must have been a very sweaty Bush. Yeah, yeah, very sweaty Bush, and mm. I. I um, and I, I, I crowd surfed towards Bush, but was thwarted in my attempt to, to touch Bush. This joke's finished. <laughs> um, uh, anyway, my point was, it must be hard to be a band from the 90s, because mm. it was like the tail end of where you would literally make millions. Yeah. Like the tail end, to be on the... I'm not saying that financially it's difficult, because obviously they were the last ones that made money, right? Right, yeah. Because no one makes any money with no. music. No, no, right? no. no. No, 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 no one. Wants Everyone to. does everything for free now. Yeah, exactly. And because music should be free. Because fuck you. I want everything now. And, um, <laughs> and, uh, like, it must be weird to have been like 80 million albums. And then literally two years later, nobody gives a fuck about your band. 
Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm not saying Counting Crows aren't doing well now. I'm sure they're doing fine. Yeah. They probably tour and make loads of money. Yeah. They did like fucking three nights at the Roundhouse last year. Yeah. It's still pretty big. Yeah. Right? But like Limp Biscuit. You know what I mean? A hundred million albums. And then literally one day, everyone just goes, yeah, fuck, fuck Limp Biscuit, fuck, fuck Limp Biscuit. Fuck but not just like, I mean like angry, like, we, like when was the last time you heard Limp Biscuit on the radio? Mm, that's true. Those royalty checks are gone. I think the key is never to get too big. No, I just think the key is, is don't ride in on a, on a wave of, of modern, of something that's like really current. Yeah. You know? It's like rock music, but we're rapping over it, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Why did no one stop and think about it when it happened? Being like, he's what's he saying? I've, like a motherfucking chainsaw. You don't really know why, but you want to justify ripping someone's head off. Mm-hmm. No human contact. What happened to Marilyn Manson? Um, he was. I liked him. Is he? I like Marilyn Manson because I think he he created. I like people that invent a persona. Yeah. Tom Waits or Prince. Mm-hmm. You know, Woody Allen. Um, uh, and I like Marilyn Manson because he he became something that was bigger than a human. And I thought that was cool. What, literally? Why oh, fuck, what do I want to talk about? Okay, I have, a, I have a story for you. So welcome to the show, everyone. Yeah. Uh, 90s, anything else you want to say about 90s music? No, it about happened. How much you loved it? It happened. in the past. Yeah? And, um, but do you I'm, still have all the CDs? I'm quite, some of them. Yeah. But it's a dead technology, isn't it? I think it will come back. What, CDs come back like vinyl? I think so. Yeah. Um, Not for a while. I'm quite nostalgic about the 90s. Yeah. Yeah, but you know what they say about nostalgia. It's just you're you're uncomfortable with living in the present, so you invent this kind of. I'm, you I'm actually, about did the past. you like the film Clueless? Yeah, you see now if you ask me that question because I'm looking back, I think Clueless is an awesome film. It is a good film. But no, it's a sack of shit. No, it's not. It's a good film, isn't it? it? It's, it's. I watched it recently. It's still funny. It's. It's sta- it still stands up, and also. It's a shit show. My, I think Alicia Silverstone is that her name? Yeah. In that film, is the fittest thing that's ever happened. Ever. Well, she kind of yeah. Ever. Yeah, she, no, she just kind of does this big doe-eyed bullshit performance. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, you're easy. You're right, okay, yeah. gotcha. All right, then. She's, you know, fit and has a lolly on her mouth. Great. You know? Five stars. <laughs> um, okay, uh, what do I want to talk about? So I needed, I wanted to tell you a story right? Uh, about um, uh, my housemate was home the other night. Mm-hmm. And uh, he, we live... In front or behind of an alley, depending yeah, on how you yeah. look at it. So there's mm-hmm. an alley between our house and the next row of houses. Mm-hmm. My housemate's in his room, and he hears screaming, mm-hmm. like scary female shrieking. Mm-hmm. And he thinks, well, but we know, we live in East London, so it might just be someone having an argument, whatever. He kind of ignores it. Or foxes, fucking. Yeah, exactly. So 10 minutes later, he hears it again, and then he thinks, fuck, now that sounds really bad. So he walks out of the house, walks around to the alley. This is like 11 o'clock at night. Right. You know, danger time. Yeah. Walks down the alleyway. His heart's pumping. Yeah. Then he hears it again. Ah! And he starts walking quicker. Yeah. Trying to find out what quite clearly sounds like a crime happening. And he's running towards it. dare I say it, something worse than a crime that could be done to a woman in Mm. an alleyway at night. Yeah. Woman's nowhere to be seen. And then he hears it really close and looks up and there's a woman in her room, Mm -hmm. her bedroom, just screaming. Right. At the top of her voice. Ooh. And my housemate goes, hey, are you okay? Mm-hmm. And she goes, there's a spider in my room. <laughs> and my housemate goes, 
Really? Yeah. This is a hundred percent true. Really? And he goes, "This is bullshit." This is a hundred percent true. And he right. goes, "There's a spider okay. in there's your room." There's a spider in my room. And she goes, "Yeah, there's a spider in my bedroom. I'm so scared." And he goes, "Well, uh, do you want me to come in and get it?" So she throws the keys down at 11 p.m. at night to a stranger in an alleyway. Wow! So a stranger can come into the house. There's a lot of alarm bells going off. And kill a spider. Did and he, he did it. And he, he came actually in. went up. Yeah. And he, he, and, and he even went, to be fair, mate, the spider was fucking massive. <laughs> but <laughs> still. Couldn't she just leave the room? But still. Couldn't she just leave the room? Yeah, I don't know. She, but he, no, but she was like crying. It wasn't like yeah. a girly. She was like Hugely a, phobic. Uh, an arachnophobe. And uh, he went up and got rid of the spider. And then hasn't seen her since. But, well, <laughs> but hang on. There's so, a woman... And a yeah. real woman yeah. let him let into it, her yeah. house. Let a stranger in. Let a stranger in. Yeah, a good Samaritan. Nearly at midnight. A good Samaritan. To does. get rid of a spider. Yeah. Did she not realise how fucked up that is? Yeah, that's not a good trade. And also, we talk about, oh, equality this, equality that. You know, at the end of the day, there's still some things that you want the man to do. Wow, you know? that, that was a bit of a curve. You threw a bit of a curve there. Didn't see that coming. Why did you turn this into a gender issue? Because no man has ever done that in the history of time. You don't know that. Name one man you well, know. Hang on, hang on, hang on. What? Just because I don't have any... I'm just saying, that, I'm just saying that Fear of Spiders just seems to I don't be have exclusively any... female. Just because I don't have any... I've never seen a man scream... No, I've never seen a man scream and leave a room. So? Because of a spider. So? So I'm just saying, it's so, a so, Okay, okay, so you don't have any anecdotal evidence... To confirm that, that men do this, but there might be there's probably hundreds of men right now as we speak. I'm not being towering in corners, carrying in corners from like a little spider. Probably not. Spiders going, what's going on? I probably don't know. not. Do you think spiders know what's going on? Why are you taking the angle of like every person I've ever met in my life who's scared of spiders Listen, is a woman? I'm taking the side of women and of spiders, <laughs> both at the same anyway, time. Anyway, can we get back to the story here? Couldn't he just have murdered her? <laughs> on principle. He could have just gone in and been like, uh, it could have been a, he could have been a murderer. Mm-hmm. And then just killed her because she's scared of spiders. What he should have done is very, you know, puritanically lectured her after he killed the spider. Yeah. Him. You shouldn't have let me in. Yeah. What a shitty thing to do if he actually did that. No, it would have been amazing. I know you're scared of spiders, but have some fucking perspective here. You just let a random man into your house at midnight. And then crane in. Yeah, and then go for a kiss. <laughs> oh, God. Shall we do the letters? Yeah, sure. All right. I want to crack on. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've got a cinema date. Oh yeah, what are you, who with? That's none of your business, and I thank you for staying out of my personal affairs. Okay, Dad. <laughs> what are you going to see? I'm going to go see The Martian. Ah, starring Matt Damon, right. the one and only Matt Damon. Right. Is that what? What's that then? You... <laughs> what's The Martian? Oh well, The Martian is a film about a guy who gets trapped on Mars. Right. For four years. Yeah, yeah. Cause and he has yeah. to wait while the crew comes back. I haven't seen it yet. They kind of give away... I think, from what I've heard, they give away the plot in the trailer, and it's about... Yeah, but, I mean, that's what, like fucking, that. what you, that's what a trailer's for. No, it's not. Sometimes it's spoilers. You've got to withhold some information, fuck's sake. No, if I went no, to no, see no. a film for a trailer that just went, 
Goodfellas, the movie, and then it was just a juggling monkey and didn't give away any, oh, yeah. anything to do with the but film. Conversely, genius, what if you went to see uh, the trailer for The Usual Suspects and you find out who Kaiser fucking Soze is? Yeah, but that would never happen. What do you mean that would never happen? In your world, it would happen. In the world where every trailer discloses every plot point of no, every movie. I don't want a plot point. It gives Muppet. you just to give it away. So he goes to the Mars. To the he, Mars. He goes to the Mars. To the Mars. He eats Mars bars on Mars. Him and Jessica Chastain. He has lots of dried fruit. Who's I really fancy her. Shits in the vacuum pipe. Probably. Right, and then they do their mission and then yeah. they leave. But they right. leave him behind. It's basically, behind. fuck. I've just realised this. It's essentially Home Alone, but on Mars. Home Alone on Mars. <laughs> they get halfway back. Yeah, yeah. Kevin! Yeah, that's it. And they realise they've forgotten him. Yeah, yeah. okay. <laughs> and, then so two, and then two Martian burglars come to burgle his little space hut. Yeah, yeah. And he has to, and he sets a load of traps. For the Martian burglars? Yeah. Didn't you get that from the trailer? I don't think I got that one. John Williams does the score. All right. <laughs> so, basically... Oh, Go on. I just realised that Christmas is coming up soon so we can all watch Home Alone again and that's quite exciting. You're very fond of that film. And Die Hard. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, yeah, I'm going to go see that film. But I did make me think mm-hmm. if in some weird, crazy world where you were clever enough to be an astronaut, yeah, where you passed somehow, you fluked the test, yeah, yeah. And you managed to get up there. Yeah, right? I, I've won a competition. No, let's say no. Come on, give yourself more credit. You right. paid. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And, so I uh, paid a lot of money. Yeah, yeah. And they leave you behind. Mm-hmm. He has to survive for four years. Right. How long do you think you'd live? I think I'd last about... Let's say... Yeah. I don't know if this is in the movie. Yeah, yeah. Let's say that there's an oxygen machine. So you don't an need o- to like okay. invent shit. Invent shit, okay. And you've got enough food for one month. Right. Right, so... so you to, but you need to figure out how to grow food. And to harvest. Mm. Okay, my two questions. Stuff. My first question is... Yeah. How long do you think you'd survive? Right. And my second question is... How long do you think it would be before you rub one out? Um, let's go with this. Let's try, let's try and fig- figure this out. I think, in all honesty, I'd, I think I'd freak out for a day. I think that that would, I don't think I'd get my shit together for at least, I think I'd be in denial for about two days. And, uh, you It would know, be very lonely. I'd just be walking around. You know? I'd be walking around. But luckily for you, you're sort yeah. of a lonely person anyway. Yeah. So maybe you'd cope with it really well. I'll try, I'll try to, do I have internet? I don't have internet. Is there Wi-Fi on Mars? Yeah. yeah. The, the lesser known David Bowie song. <laughs> <laughs> Take yeah. a look at the connection. Okay, so what I'd do is I'd get. Do you know what I'd do? On my cell phone. I'd go into oh, the fridge. I'd go look into at m- those five bars. Listen, I'd go. Is there Wi-Fi on Mars? <laughs> I'd go into the fridge, and I'd get the uh, some peppers. You know, like red peppers, green peppers. Yes, I. I'm aware of the uh, yellow, peppers yeah, yeah, yellow, yes. yellow peppers, mm-hmm. and I'd, I'd take the little seeds out of them. I'll eat the peppers. I'm pretty mm-hmm. peckish by now, mm-hmm. but I get the seeds, and I'll start planting them in the barren soil of Mars. No, I'd irrigate the soil. So already you're an irrigation expert. No, Mars. I have a bit of water, so I take water from my canteen, mm-hmm. right? I presume you I have to start drinking your own piss, wouldn't you? No, but sure, surely there's some kind of purification. System yeah, okay, set up. Yeah, I imagine there is. Yeah. So I'll start irrigating the inside of my chamber. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I plant. I grow peppers for three years. I think you die pretty quick. Can you no, I think peppers? I can live on peppers. Mm. I might eat. I might cut off a toe every now and again, 
and eat it. As a treat. Yeah, yeah. Just birthdays. Right, and birthdays, Christmas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I'd probably try and try and cook my toes. If you had a photo, you know something on the dashboard that just makes that reminds you of why you need to survive while you wait for them, who would it be? Uh, a picture of me with her. <laughs> I think I, I think in all honesty it would be a picture of maybe Steve Jobs. <laughs> <laughs> that one where he's thinking. Yeah, yeah. Where with his thinking. finger on his face. Um with his little round glasses. Well, maybe for some... At what point did he decide that he wanted round glasses? Steve Jobs, what? Yeah. They're, they're like Lennon specs, aren't they? They're stupid. But like, he probably always wore them. Yeah, well, idiot. Dead now, doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but yeah, um, so I grow peppers. How long do you think before you uh, died? Eight days? No, because I think it takes longer to die. But I don't think... I think I would rally... Rally my spirits. I, I, I'd go pretty quick. I think I'd, I'd last about a couple of weeks. Uh-huh. I think I'd, I'd, I'd put together a message for home. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's what I could do. I could take the... Do I have a car? Like a rover. Like a rover. Well, like a land rover? No, like the... Like the you know, you have the moon rover. Oh, okay. Uh... Like you have a Mars rover where you're like... You're going along and you do a wheelie, you know? Yes, I'm going to say that there is a... And it's solar powered. Great. So I'll just go for, go for a drive. I'd go find a canyon and then just leap off it. What would you do? Um, I think when I saw that spaceship take off, disappear into the distance, the moment that the dot disappears, I'd probably stay there just looking up at the same spot for an hour, wondering if they're going to turn around and come get me. And then after an hour, I would just unscrew my helmet and just get it over with. You just unscrew your helmet? Just unscrew my helmet so my head pops. That doesn't happen. Yeah, it does. No. What, when there's no gravity? I think Mars has an atmosphere. No, it doesn't. I think it has a very, very basic one. Well, yeah, but I'd still die. I'd just take my yeah, helmet off. Yeah, but you wouldn't like your head wouldn't explode. I'd just keep looking up at the, sh- the thing. Just maybe start singing one of my favourite songs. Yeah. I don't know. Um, just as you're slipping off into death, you hear the do 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 shit as it reverses back Sorry, down. Sorry, Josh. Sorry, yeah. Josh. Boom. He's gone. Yeah. Let's haul ass. Yeah. That, that, that's what they'd say. In American... Hot ass. Hot ass. Um, all right, should we do the letters? Yeah, let's do that. Okay, so... Oh, shit, we need to stop for adverts. Oh, really? You know, it worked last week. So the last... I only realised this recently. Yeah. But the last, like, three weeks, we've yeah. been stopping because we have adverts in the middle of the show now because we want your fucking money, right? Mm-hmm. And... Uh, <laughs> Um, and we stopped, we've been stopping in the middle of the show for the adverts the last mm-hmm. couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. And uh, we've been taking gaps and they haven't been adverts in there. All right. Yeah, so this might happen again now. Great. Um, mm-hmm. We're going to take a quick break uh, for a mid-roll advert. And uh, don't go anywhere. And, uh, you know, skip through the advert if you want, because yeah. fuck it. Yeah. You know, whatever. And we'll see you in a sec. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. 
They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome back to the Excitable Boy podcast for Wednesday, the 7th of October. And I have to say that's a... I've got... I own two of those. That, we, mm. that was just that advert. No, it was, it's... Yeah, I, I used to have one. But then I sold it and um, and I've regretted it ever since. When my uh, uh, niece was born, mm-hmm. I wrapped her in one mm-hmm. of those, which is a bit of an odd use for it, but it's a great product. It's, it's a great, great product. product. You know what? Maybe just rewind and listen to the advert again. Yeah. It's a great advert. Yeah. If you have an emptiness inside of yourself, mm-hmm. you may think you can fill that by facing your problems head on, arriving at some kind of meaningful context for why you're in the situation you're in, or you could just buy this product. Yeah. And, um, it will make you happy. Buying yeah. that thing will make you. It's will a, make you. It will actually make you better looking. Yeah, it's a shortcut yeah. to all the good. It's a good shit. way to attract women as well. If you buy yeah, one of those, they will be fucking all over you. Mm-hmm. Any anyone you fancy mm. will be just men. You will get women if you buy one, and women you will intimidate men if you own one. And 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 strong intimidating women are very attractive. So you, you, you're winning. Enough said. Yeah. All right. Letters. Every week you can write into the show at. EBP uh-huh. at Josh Dash Weller. No. no, no, fuck me, man. You're EBP yeah. at excitableboy.com. No, fucking hell, e- dude. EBP at excitableboy.co.uk. No, EBP. What is it? What is it? What does EBP stand for? Excitable Boy Podcast. Yes, so Matt, what's the email address? EBP. Yes. At yeah. <laughs> excitableboypodcast.co. Mm. Yeah. .com .co.uk .co.uk That's what I said You said .co I was trying to read your facial expressions <laughs> You look genuinely, genuinely disappointed Yeah Come on Fucking I just am amazed That you just you block it out <laughs> I do Are you aware that when you I do You're like a It's like names as well No you're just not very good at the internet well, I'm less good yeah. than you. Whenever yeah. you email me, you always email me on an email address that I never use. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah. I just, the first one that, you have about five. So I'm just like, oh, I'll just do that one. It's anyway, the first one that comes into my head. Yeah but, you, yeah, but it's such a weird one. I don't want to say the address of it. No. But like, it's one that I never fucking use. I don't even know how you have it. No, it just, you know, springs into my mind. Yeah. I'm an enigma, Josh. And I need to get racist. Um... <laughs> Right, every week you can write into the show. Uh, relationship problems, life problems, sex problems, health problems, anything that's on your beautiful, fragile, supple little mind that's worrying you. EBP at excitableboypodcast.co.uk. That's the one. <laughs> and, uh, and we will give you advice. We are the agony aunt for the podcast generation. No? Yeah, fine. Although yeah. agony aunt suggests that we're women. We're the agony uncles. But that sounds a bit pervy. <laughs> yeah. Come here, yeah. sit on your agony uncle's lap. Come on. Um, anything, anything that you're worried about. Although I have been told that legally we are not allowed to say that we are trained advice givers. Yeah. So please don't take it seriously. Mm-hmm. Uh, because it's not a serious show. Yeah. First letter. Uh, speaking of racism, uh, this one is called Is This Racist? Oh, God. I love it. That's always a precursor. It's going to be yes. I don't want to sound racist. Yes, it's going to be yes. Yeah. Is this racist? Oh, here we go. 
Dear EBP, recently my friend tried to set me up with a friend of hers. She described him as the perfect catch, recently single, stylish, self-employed, the works. However, she didn't mention that he was black. (laughs) Yes? Go on. Fuck me. Yeah. We went on a date and had a lovely time. And when I got home, I said to my housemate, I'd had a lovely time, but I wouldn't be seeing him again. Mm. When she asked why, I said, because I don't find black men attractive. Right. According to my housemate, this makes me a racist. Don't get me wrong. I'd love to fancy him. He's the best. I'm just not attracted to him. The only thing that makes me think it's a little racist is that the idea of telling him the truth makes my skin crawl. You see? Um, Please help. I'm not racist and would love your input. Well, I think the... um, Well, that's a weird thing to be like, hey, uh, Barry, um, there won't be a second date. Why? I don't fancy you. Oh. Why? Not because you're not lovely. I think you're lovely. I think you're very attractive. Self-made. Empirically. But you're black. And I don't fancy black men. It's not racist, though, is it? Yeah, it's probably not helpful to, to just put it in those terms. But yeah, I think you... It's want- not racist. I want, if, you, if, if someone said to, to you, just don't fancy Mongolians, you wouldn't mm-hmm. be like, that's fucking racist, would you? Well... I think it's because you- of the history and racism, that, particularly that the black race yeah. has experienced, that but- it sounds a bit <laughs> racist, but it's not. She said she'd love to fancy him. Yeah, yeah. I, I just you have types as well when you fancy people. You, this, you know, you fuck. You want to fuck. You want to fuck. You want to kiss. You want to kiss. But to be honest, also, there's nothing to say that there's probably is a black man out out there who she would find attractive. Yeah, that's true. But to kind I, of disqualify it completely is just a bit. A bit I don't narrow. think it's. I don't think it's bad to disqualify it completely. Everyone has their predilections. Everyone has their things that they like. Some women love men that are dressed as, you know, firemen. Some women have a thing for <laughs> bodybuilders. Some girls like skinny indie guys. Some people like, you know, uh, Chinese people, yeah. you know. I, I, <laughs> Chinese people. You just fuck, you just want... You, you, you know, you like what you like. Mm-hmm. And if you don't, if you... She doesn't hate this person because he's black. She's just not attracted to him. Yeah. I think, don't think that's in any way, shape because, or form Because racist. he's black. Yeah. No, but that, even saying it like that makes it sound racist because yeah. he's black. Like it's, you know. I think she's, you... started, she's, she's just something that she's not into. No, yeah, let's put it this way. If I know a girl who only dates black guys, yeah, yeah. she just loves black men. Yeah, yeah. Right? I've never been like, I find it a bit racist that you don't like white guys. No, no, you know? I wouldn't find that. I wouldn't find that racist. Yeah, you know. Yeah, so it's not a huge problem. It's just the way in which you phrase it is probably yeah. could, could be problematic. Say you started seeing someone else. Yeah, lie. Brackets. Yeah. He's white. <laughs> yeah, yeah, lie, lie. Okay. Uh, next letter. Okay. Too fast. Last weekend, I went back up to where I went to uni for a night out and ended up meeting this guy and we've been texting a lot. We have been texting a lot. Ooh. But he seems very clingy, texting me things like, you're so perfect, and I only met him 48 hours ago. Right. Do I cut this off now before it gets weird? Will I end up in a cellar or is he just inexperienced? How old is he, do you think? I don't know. Doesn't say. Uni, to where I used to go to uni. Oh, so for a pretty... night out. So maybe oh, he's a uni student. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. It depends. If you like him and he's saying these nice things, then get on it. Yeah. You know? Ride that D into the next town. <clears throat> You know, hop on the D train. 
first class carriage to Fuxville. <laughs> yeah, like you know, you know, you don't know until you you you've, you've kind of lift the rock, mm. and the inevitable tragedy leaps out at you. He keeps saying things like "You're so perfect." <laughs> it's nice, nice compliment. Yeah, you're so perfect. And I only met him forty eight hours ago. Yeah, yeah, that's a bit much. Yeah, what? Hang on. Is yeah, he... dude, if you met a girl on a night out, like, yeah. from the sounds of it, they that night, right? What they shagged. Well, it sounds a bit like they shagged, yeah, right? Yeah. And then two days later, she's texting you going, oh my God, you're just the most perfect thing in the world. I walk, I walk, I walk past the bakery this morning and, and the, the smell of the fresh bread just, just, you know, the way that makes you feel? That, that's how you make me feel inside, you know? Like rising yeast. <laughs> <laughs> that was a weird uh, analogy or metaphor. Which one was that? Um, either. Um, yeah, no, I think he's got to keep his powder dry, really, isn't he? Mm. He's got to kind of pull back on the yeah and also it's, it's a weird thing where you know if you're not sure you, someone someone pushing forwards too much can make you pull back for sure yeah you know I mean you have to play the game a little bit well yeah you have I've to I've blown many many potentially good situations mm. by being honest right you know oh my god you had a really nice time tonight I'd love to see you again yeah be a bit keen you know well in courting because it's you know you have to kind of synchronise in some way yeah and so you have to find that kind of synchronicity where you can both reveal yourselves at a, at a relatively equal rate mm. so no one freaks out and no mm-hmm. one gets disconcerted. Mm-hmm. So if someone comes along and goes, here's my, here's my wound, <laughs> here's who I am. Yeah. Um, of course you can't but recoil from that and go, oh, too much, too much, I can't, I can't do that. Yeah, I mean, in all honesty, it sounds like you're on different sort of uh, mental yeah. chemical you know, balances, it's probably not going to work. Yeah, but so I'd, I'd say meet up. Well, no, I'd say meet up for one one more time, see how it goes. Yeah, but when he turns up with you know, if he wants to, six yeah. flowers, eight teddy bears, yeah. and a puppy. If he wants and, to and watch you and his cut off finger in a box, right? Yeah, and if he wants to watch you, he sleep. starts feeding you spaghetti, and you realise when he serves up, it's his own hair. You know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if he if he if he starts, I hope this doesn't come across too strong. But I got yeah. your name and birth certificate tattooed across my back. Yeah, if he gets you a locket or something. Mm, he just knocks on your door and you didn't know what, you didn't give him your address. Oh, yeah. I just figured it out. You track you down. Yeah, you just go to the government building. Yeah, yeah. I only had to queue for four hours. They told me where you live. You know, I just hung around on Facebook for a bit. By the way, here's one of my teeth. Fell out. Because I knocked it out because of you. suppliers, yeah. Yeah, no, no, just, I'd say give him one more go. But... I'm I'm voting with back get out. foot. Back yeah, foot. I'm saying get out. Back, stay on the back foot with the jab ready. Sounds like it sounds but. like a recipe for disaster to me. All right. Uh, this one is called continuing loud neighbor. <laughs> okay. Dear EVP, last week someone wrote in complaining about their loud neighbor, mm-hmm. which was a girl who was drumming. Too That's loud. right. Yeah. I have a similar problem, except instead of drums, it's sex. My neighbors are at it all the time, and mm-hmm. it's insanely loud. She's loud. He's louder. I've actually put off telling my parents to come visit in case they have to hear it. And it's a nightmare bringing friends and potential dates over just in case we have to sit and listen to them getting their rocks off. How do I tell them to shut the fuck up without telling them to shut the fuck up? Mm. I've got, I've already got, the, I think I've got okay. the perfect answer. Go on then. Um, what? Here's what you do. If you're worried about your mates coming over, invite them all over mm-hmm. and sneak them in really quietly. Mm-hmm. Right. Here's the thing: when when people, when neighbors, when anyone has sex, yeah, if they're enjoying it, they're only concerned about that moment. They're mm. just they're just they're loving that moment. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, I'm having sex! 
you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, this is amazing. I've never said that during sex. Yeah, but you've thought it. Yeah, yeah, all yeah. the time. Yeah, 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 yeah. I can't believe someone's willing to let me do this to yeah. you. Yeah, I've hoodwinked And looks somebody. like she's having an okay time. Yeah, it looks like it's so, yeah, double bubble. Yeah? Yeah. This is the, and you, you know, you can, and you, you know, you say things during sex as well, which, mm. which in the context of normal life are insane. Mm-hmm. You know? Ooh, I love it being up in your, you know, ooh, you love my big, you know. You say insane stuff during sex. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you fucking want it. You know, it's just... You go Cockney. Yeah, yeah, I do, yeah. Yeah. It's a character. Right. <laughs> Barry the window cleaner. Barry the window, yeah. Oh, you fucking like that, don't you? <laughs> get your rat hat. Yeah. Oh, we'll get, we'll fucking, I'll get your taxi home after this. I can afford it, you know? Oh, horrible. Um, <laughs> horrible. And, uh, no, uh, but, you know, in that moment, yeah. you banging on the wall isn't going to do shit. If anything, it's going to spur them on, mm-hmm. right? Because when you're caught in that moment of sex, mm-hmm. Nothing, you, nothing else matters. So what do you do? You know, sex is also an escape from life as well. So when you're in it, you know, mm-hmm. it's a, it's a, it's fun times for everyone, right? Yeah. But I will say this. What? The moment after you orgasm, mm-hmm. you never feel more vulnerable. No, that's right. So at that point, mm-hmm. you can get all your mates around and you just wait till it, the second it finishes and then you'll just fucking bang on the on the door on the on mm. the uh, on the wall going mm. we can fucking hear you yeah yeah I, 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 god son you know yeah, yeah, yeah. that's a good idea that's, that's what i think yeah takes a lot of uh planning that one because yeah. you'd have to get invite all your mates over and wait like you know like like you're fishing and it might not happen they might not do a fuck that night well you know you could probably guess when they're going to be at it when how how because you know sex people have sex on timetables you know no, Sunday night. No, they don't. Sunday night, in between Strictly and the news. Not if they're having good sex, <laughs> which it sounds like they're having. They probably, it sounds very spontaneous. After Graham Norton and before bed. Yeah. You know? So your, your solution is wait, invite your mates over, wait till they do a fuck. When they do a fuck, make then them go shout. Through, yeah, yeah. Mm. then shout. I have a friend who had this, oh no, this is probably a better idea. I had a friend who had this problem. And uh, he is a musician, so he had a bunch of recording equipment in his house. Mm-hmm. So he mic'd up the wall mm. and recorded it. That's a good... So recorded all the dirty talk. Oh, that's a good plan, yeah. Right, and I then recorded like his dirty talk, recorded her dirty talk, recorded all these sounds. And then uh, faced the speakers against the wall <laughs> after they'd finished and just played it back to them. Brilliant. And just played them the whole shag. Elegant. The full volume. Well, that's... And they never made it... They was never discussed. No. But they never made a peep again after that. Great. Mm-hmm. No, do that. Do that. Yeah. Yeah. Solved. Done. Solved. Done. Next letter. Done. Next letter. Now we are killing it this week. Uh, dear EBP, saw the Kenneths last week in London. Uh, was wondering if you had any tips for starting a band. I'm 20 and moving to London very soon. My parents are totally cool with chasing my music, so long as I'm making enough money to survive. The whole thing's making me very nervous. Any advice would be lovely. Well, I think this is a letter that I can take. Good, go for it. Um, what you need to do is you come to London, yeah, and it's all about the parties you go to, man. So just just find the right parties, find the cool people, um, find find out who's supplying all the drugs, then do all the drugs, mm-hmm. and then um, go through that tunnel of, of drugs and booze, 
and then get spat out the other end. Mm. Yeah, don't worry about writing songs. No, no, don't, don't do that. Don't. No, just turn up to no, turn up to parties and say you're a musician. Yeah, don't practice your instrument. Yeah, yeah. That's you can get no. really far nowadays yeah, without. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't you even don't need that. You yeah. Have, listen, you have. I mean, you know what, mate? Burn your instruments. Yeah, yeah. You have auto tune. You probably will have to burn your instruments because you can't afford heating. But you have auto tune. You have, um, you know, people on Melodyne, YouTube. Melodyne. Melodyne. You have, you have all this shit, right? You can just, you know, pretend. Logic. Logic. Pro Tools. Pro, pro Tools. Mm. You got, got it all. Uh, uh, yeah. You could build your entire career on hot air. Just do it. And have no self-respect. Uh, Josh, what do you have to say? I mean, you are... I, I know nothing about music and have never done it, but you, you probably uh, have, have different advice to me. I, I don't know what my advice is. I think that... Everyone looks at like your online stats and shit nowadays. That's like a really big thing. Mm-hmm. You know, it's the first thing record labels are like, oh, what's their Twitter following like? Really? Yeah, it's really weird. Um, and it's, you know, I guess that's important. I think the most important thing is uh, do as many gigs as, you, as humanly fucking possible. Learn. The only way to be good on a stage mm-hmm. is... Like I went to... Uh, uh, like a label showcase of a girl who was like a YouTube sensation and all mm. the record labels wanted to sign her. Right. She was like 15 years old, right? Mm-hmm. And I went to her label showcase because it was around the corner from my house. A friend was going, who wanted to sign her. Mm. So we went down and she was getting like 3 million hits of like, you know, kids do like covers on YouTube now. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that's a fine way to get, to develop a following. Why not? I'm not knocking that mm. in any way, shape or form. But it, her live performance was, it was just a fucking child that didn't know what she was doing. Mm. She was so scared. Yeah, of course. Because she'd never done a gig, but had millions and millions of followers and you know, all these people trying to give her a record deal. Yeah, yeah. And she sucked mm-hmm. live. Mm-hmm. And I think that keep your eye on trying to reach people, but at the same time, it's just like every open mic, every club, every pub, everything that you can do. And also, you'll meet, you won't see it while it's happening, but you'll inevitably meet people that will become your scene as well. Every generation has a scene. Yeah. And if you're going out and doing five shows a week, even if it's the three people at every gig, you know, you're on a bill with five bands every week, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. every night. Mm -hmm. And by proxy, those bands are going to be the people that go on to do stuff and have something to say and do well. And hopefully you'll be one of them, but that will cultivate a scene in itself. Yeah. And I think to be, you have to be tapped into that is probably the most important thing. And also, uh, only write what you like. Don't write what you think people will like. go over well. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck that. Just, just do what you want, and just make the music that you want to make. Yeah, as well. Don't worry about if the chorus isn't there after forty seconds. You know, just do it for yourself. Enjoy, enjoy what you're you're making. Make it for you. That's probably the best advice I can give. Sweet. Get an Instagram. <laughs> Get <a> Twitter. <laughs> All things are really. Get matter. sign up to Apple Connect. Yeah, I did that this week. We got approved. What is Apple? Connect? So I now, I, I don't fucking know. Okay. App like I, I was. I, Apple Connect is basically like it's Apple trying to have a to like own to take over Twitter and, and Instagram. They've looked at these people, all these big websites, and gone, "Oh no, we want to do that. We'll have that. We'll have that because they're so big." Mm, they're mm. like, "No, no, 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 no. You can come post on our site." And it's one of the worst things I've ever used on the internet. It just doesn't work. Right. You can't track your followers. You can't communicate with them. Fucking sort it out, Apple. Yeah. Cunts. Late fucking lazy bastards. 
Don't you? What, you sad the watch didn't work out? Oh. But nice computers, I kind of like them. Yeah. You did all right. Anyway, uh, is that it for the show? Yep. That Anything is else? it with the show. I need now, to announce some gigs. That is it for the show. Let me announce some shows. What gigs, Josh? So we're going on tour in October. Tickets on sale at kenneth.com. Uh, Manchester, Newcastle, Glasgow, London, Birmingham, Leeds, and then we've just announced uh, York Fibbers on the 27th of October. Sheffield, we're opening for Radkey at the Lead Mill on the 29th of October, and then the 31st, we're at the Coventry Casbah, and Sunday, November 1st, we're at the in Milton Keynes at the Crawford Arms, and tickets are all on sale at thekenneths.com. Uh, so come, we're ex- we've extended our tour. That's good. It's good. Good stuff. Um, and I think that's it. Are we that's done? It. We're done. Yeah? We're done. I'm done. Yeah? I'm done and done and done. Gonna go home? Yeah, I think I'll go I'll home. I'll go to the cinema. Yeah, and see your, see your show. You guys take care, and uh, we'll see you next week for more nothing. Yep. On to- the Excitable Boy podcast. Toodle pip. Uh, go on uh, the podcast app, leave a review for the podcast, leave a comment, something nice. Yeah, do. A compliment. That'd be nice. And uh, we'll see you next week, you motherfuckers. And uh, please enjoy more wonderful adverts. Bye-bye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.